Hello and welcome to Ben Beyond Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Emily Schmemily. And I'm your resident Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kizon. Justin. Uh-huh. Who's who's sitting over there in this room with us? Not oh. on the microphone. No, no, Sadie. Who is that? Your fiance? Yeah. Okay. Where does she live? Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do I live? California. It's not Canada, is it? No. She's here for a month. Yeah. And do you know what we were forced to do aye, aye, with aye. two hours of that <sighs> limited time we had together? Uh-huh. Do you know what we were doing? Um, I'm uh, spending some, some, some quality time uh, We were watching ingesting. The Post, Justin. Okay. We were watching a film called The Post. Okay. And do you know why we had to sacrifice mm-hmm. two precious hours mm-hmm. to that film? for this show it's because someone okay. some fool uh-huh. a few years ago said right. hey mm. what if we had a steven spielberg podcast right that was me <laughs> <laughs> i didn't care for this film Justin. i kind of figured yeah okay how did you feel we saw the post yeah for the listener at home who hasn't realized yet yeah the post is the new film by steven spielberg mm-hmm. it's in theaters now yeah stars tom hanks mm-hmm. meryl streep yeah Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Yes. It's a bit of a Mr. Show reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I was actually kind of... So I forgot David Cross was in the film. Me too. So I... I Bob Odenkirk a, got a lot of press, I would say, leading up to the film. David Cross, yeah. not so much. Well, I think because the fact the reality is like Bob is, is getting this strange resurgence. Yeah. Um, but not resurgence. Us, like, he's just been growing in popularity. Yeah, especially as a dramatic actor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as, like, as, a, as, a, as a Mr. Show fan way back... I yeah. did not know David was in the movie, so yeah. I had a mild ooh, that's yeah. kind of cool. That and they and they're usually at, they're usually next to each other. Yes, so, they're often standing next to each other, which which kind of makes me happy. Yeah. Um, Do you think they would ever be shooting a scene? Steven, like, stop, 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 guys! Mm-hmm. You, you're introducing a sketch again. That's not the scene. <laughs> Do you think their I, instinct just took over? I feel like Odekirk has gotten so used to being in drama. Yeah. I think it's David that needed that. David kept trying to be like. He's like, this is not me playing a character. Yeah. I mean, you are playing a character, yeah. but like, not a character that will probably flip out and yell in a comedic fashion. Yeah. All right, thanks, Stephen. Yeah. Action. Why are we here on the post? I said no. <laughs> Why are we here on the post? Yeah. Is what he said. Um, Cut. Films about the Washington Post. <laughs> uh, specifically, uh, the events that led to them. Uh, discussing bringing up the the Pentagon Papers. Yes. Um, so you let yours out on yeah. how you felt. Uh, yes. So, so rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah, it's right off there. Uh, the wound is out in the open. I, I guess this is one of those cases. One of those many other cases was like, I honestly really liked it. You really liked it? I really liked it, yeah. You, you've been having some trouble sleeping lately and mm-hmm. sleeping pills just weren't working and that's why you liked the movies because it, no, it, it offered you some of that relief no, that I nothing feel, else has been able to if I've learned anything about like what is very clear about what I enjoy yeah. <laughs> um, is that I, I do like slower paced drama sometimes I don't mind the slower paced drama and I just like I, I also know that it to be interesting I found this interesting though I really did I find the real story interesting I found yeah. Spielberg's version just completely sapped of all drama or intrigue I opposite <laughs> total opposite okay. I really I was I really like this one I'm not gonna lie okay. I legitimately really like this film okay yeah um, we should get into it, I suppose. I guess so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we're this is kind of an interesting place, though, because like, uh, where does the film take place? 1971, right? Thereabouts. Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, and we, we kind of know one of those cases where it's, it's a movie that's uh, out at a pretty, um, let's just say, obviously timely period yeah that uh, currently america is going through yeah so i think there's a lot of that in this movie mm-hmm. um <clears throat> is there a, well, what, what's if anything positive or negative mm-hmm. do, does does stick out to you about the film um it just seemed it, it felt like it was going in circles for the entire movie mm-hmm. um it's it felt like it was just hitting the same notes over and over and over again for mm-hmm. two hours when, well it's that same note um we have this information, but Meryl Streep is friends with with McNamara. I feel like they only went there like I feel like we had that scene at least five times. 
I don't think so. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to fight you on this one. No, that's fine. I, I that's like fine. It it's too so much. No, it's fine. I can remember at least two separate confrontations where mm-hmm. she was having that problem. And then uh, Tom Hanks was like, yeah, and I was friends with Kennedy. And they just kind of go back and forth on that. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like the whole movie was like, will they do the obvious right thing yeah. that we know they did do at the end? Right. But it's just, it feels like it's hanging on that suspense. But there's... There's A, no suspense there, and B, I have very little sympathy for the characters. I guess I don't see that. <laughs> it's like, I, no, I, I, for me, it's like, it's kind of like when we went to watch, when we talked about Lincoln. Yeah. And that's another case where... Uh, I enjoy Lincoln. Which I know you enjoyed Lincoln. Yeah. And that's another case of, I know the suspense is pulled out of that to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Be, well, big degree, because yeah. obviously the outcome of Lincoln happened. Yes. And this is another case where the outcome of the events of this film also happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got swept into it, though. I think I got... I, I was definitely digging the vibe so, of that. I, I don't know. It just felt like the same scene over and over again. It was mm-hmm. shot boring. Again. Really? Wow. You like the way this movie was shot? I do like how this movie Why? was shot. Why? It's so... Oh, my God. Everyone was phoning it in, it felt like. I disagree. Okay, what did you tell me? <laughs> wow. I really walked out of that theater thinking, like there was a chance that we would see eye to eye on this one, but I don't, I don't you know, I'm not going to lie. Happening. Same here. And then I'm like, <laughs> as, but I was, it's always 50, 50. Yeah. I, I think. And like, sometimes like I'm surprised at where we disagree. And then yeah. sometimes I'm surprised where we do agree. Yeah. But this is one where I, I walked out and going, okay, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about doing, uh, doing the show yeah. is that like, I, 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 it's not so much my opinion. Yeah. I'm curious about, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm curious, like, what you're thinking about when I'm getting ready to get to talk to you about mm-hmm. the movie. And it's like, uh, this is one of those cases where I walked out and went, okay, this, this can go either way. Mm-hmm. And I can see where Emily may not like it. Yeah. I'm seeing possible areas where Emily could, but I don't know. I think, I think there's a version of this movie that exists that I would like a lot. I okay. think, uh, I think it's a very, interesting true story that could have made a very compelling story mm-hmm. i just don't know i don't think silver pulled well, off i think also the thing is one of the things that i really liked about lincoln was um how it sort of took these big huge events and made them smaller like it focused on the characters and stuff mm-hmm. whereas in this movie anytime anyone was talking i was just like this they nobody feels like a real person here they all feel like characters in a movie it, it all seems well, so staged and 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 there's there's and a part of me blown up larger than it actually was and I, I could not get into it there's a part of me that i kind of wanted to be like that i'm not yeah. gonna lie i feel like there's an i know there's a bit of myth making in the making of this thing yeah so a bit um yeah <laughs> i think there is but i Sometimes I, I I ask the question of where do I want it to feel real and where do yeah. I want it to you know to feel like um, uh, I just want to see it as a movie. I just want to, I want to live in the bigness of the movie. Oh, well, I will say speaking to that bigness, yeah. um, there was a point in the movie where I got really excited and hope, and I had a stupid idea popped into my head, mm-hmm. and I really really hoped they would do this stupid idea, and then they <laughs> did. Okay. And I, I know I'm calling it stupid, but I like this because this to me was the right kind of stupid bigness. Was mm. that the movie ends with like a Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe okay. style setup okay. for the Woodward and Bernstein story? I, those those were literally the words I said because <laughs> yeah. I saw the movie last night with with our fellow co-host yeah. Andrew Lindy, and as we're walking in, I went, "Did Spielberg just end us?" Yeah. In a Marvel Cinematic Universe style, where it made me go, "I think I'm watching All Presidents Men after this." Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I sort of I sort of like that. Yeah. I actually scratched that. I kind of love that. I kind of love that too, but that I feel like that bigness carried out throughout the whole film and I mm-hmm. certainly did not want it for the rest of the time. Whereas I actually I I bought into it. Yeah. And I think for me part of me is like I I guess right now in my headspace mm-hmm. I just need to see something like this. Yeah. Um I've always been into like in movies about investigative like journalism. Sure. Um, and you know, so, yeah, actually, you know, speaking of all the president's men, I love that movie. Yeah. But this movie, <clears throat> I would say it gets bogged down in this weird middle ground where if you're someone who sort mm-hmm. of is interested in like the legal battles and how this stuff works, yeah. you really don't get a complete movie that way. Mm-hmm. Or if you're someone who's into investigative journalism, you right. don't get a whole movie well, that way. Cause it feels sort of trapped between those two worlds. I like, I don't know. I, I, I just got, I just feel like it does work for me on, on those regards. I know that being said, I won't put it, I won't say it's as great as, as all, all the, the president's, president's men. men. Yeah. Um, and it's not as like deeply conflicting as something like say Spro- uh, spotlight. Sure. Which I also enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, I guess for me, it's like, there's something about the, 
the obviousness of the message they kind of want to do in this movie. Yeah. And they, they, yeah, like there are days where Spielberg's non subtlety just punches me in the face yes. and I'm not into the mood for it. Yesterday was a day like that for me. For me, this one was, no, I want this to be punching me in the face. Okay. So I, I'm in that mood. I okay. honestly admit to that. Um, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I feel like, w- Right now, for me, I need. I wanted to watch something like that. Okay. You know, uh, uh, something that kind of is a little more adult-driven for my brain, and mm-hmm. but you know, a little like not, not like uh, you know, uh, something with not I a don't huge think amount this of conflict. Adult-driven though. A little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't take a, I can't take every five-year-old to watch this movie. No, I don't. You know, <laughs> I mean, my, my argument that would, would be you can't take anyone to watch this. Movie. I could. I could take a, like. I, I probably would have saw this at nine with my brother, and okay. I probably would have liked it. Yeah, you know, you know, my brother was the kind of guy who took me to watch these kind of movies, even if like it was a little out of my, uh, you know, like watching cartoon movies or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the movie frustrated me. It, it just seemed like a lot of people sitting around and be like, "Should we do our job?" Which I mean, that's kind of why it's compelling to me. I guess. I think part of me is like. Uh, we were living in this period where people aren't doing their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I kind of want to watch a romanticized version. But to me, of, like, of that, people like, trying to figure out if they should or shouldn't do their fucking the, but, jobs. But to but me, that's, that, yeah, sorry, but that's like, it's like, I want to like kind of watch a world about these people who know, no, this is the, do- this is the damn job. If we don't do this job, why are we doing this job? Yeah, but to me that sort of should be obvious. Whereas the movie, it, the movie seems it's obvious. So it should ob- be it should be obvious, but that's yeah. sort of where the problem is in like how we're how some yeah, people are forgetting this, to do their this job. This movie in this seems regard. to be going out of its way to forgive those people, and I'm saying mm-hmm. we should be harder on them. I I don't know what you mean by that. Explain. <laughs> I think the movie it, it per, sort of portrays these people as, as part of this noble heroic struggle, and I don't mm-hmm. think it. I, I I think the noble sort of struggle. I mean, I guess Tom Hanks' character kind of has that going for him. Yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like uh, that's not a hero to me. Someone who has who it takes them this long to just do what is very basically obviously the right thing. I I I, I've, I don't have a lot well, of sympathy for these characters. Well, here's the thing: is that like I don't. I think Hanks is not the one he's your Hanks's character Ben yeah. is not the one who's struggling. He knows what he wants to well, do. Well, that, that's what's fr- yeah. All right, go on, sorry. Um, and I understand. So I guess the you know the the, the, the real character that is doing the struggle is mm-hmm. is 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 Kay Which, Kathleen. Yeah, yeah. Who's the, the one the the woman who now around owns uh, the the Washington Post? Which let's talk about that. Okay. So there's this I found <clears throat> very frustrating moment towards the end of the film mm-hmm. where we get like three back to back speeches in a row. Mm-hmm. All saying the same thing, yeah. uh, expressing how difficult it is specifically for women in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep has a speech like that, and then Sarah Paulson has a speech like that, like right in the next scene. And then there's a third one after that, I think, mm-hmm. which is sort of frustrating and feels like a fucking slap in the face after we've just watched a whole movie mm-hmm. of only the men doing cool things. Like the whole movie is Meryl Streep like in her mm-hmm. house, right? Like essentially not have not being much part of the action. Mm-hmm. And then the movie like tells us that we're supposed to appreciate it. Like we'll make a movie mm-hmm. about them instead of just making a movie about Tom Hanks and Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. being well, cool. Here's the thing, like, <sighs> hmm. I'm, not, I'm trying to think how. It's like, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's not that's not that's not an inaccurate point. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, but keeping in mind, like, she wasn't in a position to do anything like them. Yeah, no, that's why the, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm, at a certain point you have to give way to accuracy, but I guess that's just why the movie as a whole frustrates me, and I mm-hmm. think, I just think the whole framing of it is, like, frustrating and boring and bad, and, okay. and not a cool movie. <laughs> I, I won't, no, here's the thing, I'm not going to disregard that. Yeah. And I think it's a fair thing to point out, also, but at the same time, like, she's not she wasn't supposed to be doing any of those really cool things you know yeah i know but like the i feel like the movie like if the movie if the movie is about her struggle being in this hard position make yeah. it about that where instead right. of a movie where you do like it tries to add some excitement by showing right. them doing the cool things well, but, and, I but also, they, and i also think they, they still have that. to do the cool things though yeah. right don't they still have to like bob odekirk still has to try to get the paper it's like this it's not just her story at the same I time i feel that's what i'm saying i think make you could make a good movie about one or the other and instead mm-hmm. this makes half a movie about both I could see that, but I guess it, that worked for me. Here. And then it tries to bring it tries to bring them both into, together in a conclusion, but mm-hmm. it just it feels 
it feels like they're just trying to fill in the gaps by telling us these things instead of well, actually showing us and giving us the experience of that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I got for me. It's like it's part of me is like you like these events are still not really as well known as others. So you, yeah. you do have to show these events happening. I guess you know. Um, uh, yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I definitely again you know, see your point on that. Mm-hmm. But oh, just for me, I was I guess because the fact I was as engaged. Yeah. With the other half of that stuff. Which I was super not. And maybe yeah. that's maybe why it fell flat for me at this sure. point. Sure. Sure. Because that stuff, I, I, yeah, I like that type of stuff. I like guys and or just folks investigating, looking up and trying to figure out what the other people, or, you know, I, that's just sort of that type of stuff I like, yeah. you know. Um, and I found it interesting, especially because I honestly don't know much about this event. Yeah. I legitimately don't. Um, so I was sort of intrigued to see what was going to, how they were going to pull that off. I I actually really liked the scene where they were putting the papers back together. Yeah. And trying to figure it out numerically, like what page goes where. That to me, again, felt frustrating because it's like, I could recognize, like this has the DNA of a scene that I would love. Mm-hmm. And it just, it wasn't connecting to me. Because you weren't liking the characters. You were at this point, you're not feeling the characters. I wasn't feeling the characters. Okay, uh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I can see that, like, I was distracted by the fact that every time he's in a movie, Jesse Plemons looks more and more like Matt Damon, and no one is doing anything about that. Yeah, what is up with that? He's at peak looking like Matt Damon. No, now. he's peak Matt Damon. And I think yeah. in his next movie, he's gonna look. It's gonna keep happening until one day he just emerges with Matt Damon's head in his hands. Right. I mean, decapitated. I don't mean like. No, 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 no. Cradling, literally, comforting Matt Damon. No, like he's growing a Matt Damon in his hand. Yeah. No, I mean, no. Like, let's talk about that for a second. And Matt Damon's because... been kind of a shithead lately. Maybe it's time Jesse no, Plemons came like, up and supplanted just him. What's sw- Jesse Plemons like? Swapped out. Yeah. You know, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Jesse Plemons, yeah, uh, let's address the J- Jesse Plemons, Matt Damon scenario. Yeah. Um, it's like, I do feel like <laughs> there is something weirdly, un- like, unnaturally biological about that. Yeah. And I can't, I couldn't help but not not think that when I yeah. watched him in this film, keeping yeah. in mind, um, you know, Spielberg, Spielberg has also worked with Damon. Yes. So that is also ringing my brain. Wait, when was that? Same Pride Ryan. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I, I forgot <laughs> he, was, he was Private Ryan. He was, he, he was the Private Ryan. He was the titular saved. Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, not just worked with Matt Damon, but has a history of sort of goosing up Matt Damon's face because we know ooh. we saw old Matt Damon in Saving Private Ryan. Oh uh, yeah. He has a, he has a theory of sort of taking Matt Damon's face and saying, "What can we? What can we do? How do we this? mold it? How can we make? The, how can we shape this a little bit? Like just for the scene? And maybe maybe mm. on even just a subconscious level, right? That something something tingled inside him when he saw Jesse Plemons. <laughs> And he's like, this is familiar to me. I like this. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Something and, about this he's, I like. Here's the thing. Spielberg's saying, I don't know what it is. And the rest of the producer's like, I think we have an idea. But <laughs> yeah. he won't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had something about him. Really? I wonder what that is. People don't know this, but Steven Spielberg actually has a modded version of Super Mario 64, where instead of playing with Mario's face mm-hmm. on the pause screen, you play with Matt Damon's face. Can we play and that? And that? that's what he does in his trailer I mean, in, be- I- in between shots. I guess if you're Steven Spielberg, you can have that edition of the game. I just yeah. want to play it out of curiosity. It's sake called now. Super Matt Damon. Super Matt. No, no. Yeah. That's good. So they, you know, they, you... See, I forgot how to play most of that game. There's a giant wall that's a star, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, what We've gone so far down this goof road. I don't know how to get back to the film. Okay. Um, anything that did work for you? <clears throat> excuse me i didn't mean to cough mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting over a cold so it's a real people who listen if, if you listen to all the podcasts i'm on you can really track the journey <laughs> of this cold um uh i mean there was stuff that was fine for okay. me all right what's what's fine the music's <laughs> fine it's john williams it's john williams like yeah. i'm john williams i'll do a score that sounds like a real movie score right it's, it's real Hollywood movie. <laughs> it's real Hollywood movie. <laughs> <laughs> also, my my Tommy Wiseau has been cracking into a lot of podcasts. That's another it's, journey you can it's track. Cracking in my life. Yeah. I, if, we, if we take a side pause, I've, I, it's gotten to the point where my coworkers are actually requesting me to do so impressions. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You do do that laugh well. <laughs> you know what happened on I'm Surprised wasn't bigger news? Mm. November, John Wiseau finally came out and was like, yeah, I'm from Poland. Yeah. I'm not from Louisiana. <laughs> no, and it's and I saw that, and like, I, was he with Franco? When he I can't, did? I didn't actually see it. I read that. I yeah. read a transcript. He, I think he said that, or someone like that, and then Franco was to the, well, I think it was Franco was near him. He was like, this is big. Yeah. 
he'd never admitted to anywhere but New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm from Poland. Yeah. <laughs> from Poland, apparently. I'm 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> still, yeah, he still hasn't let go of that one. <laughs> 18 years old since 2001? Yep. Okay. All right, Tommy. He's uh, a forever 18. <laughs> um, well, hi, doggy. <laughs> I did look over at a dog at that point. It was accurate. <clears throat> um, um, I, it's it's actually okay. I will uh, I will address something. Uh, it, it it's 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 time for what I want to start calling my corner with Janusz. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, because you like the way this movie looked. Yes, but except for one thing. Okay. Um, and it's still the it's. But here's the thing. I feel like it's the same thing. I keep hitting with a hammer. Yeah. And it's like I just want like Janusz. Do you see beyond blue? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I, I don't know why that's not bothering you more. This like, it looks like every other fucking Spielberg movie. Well, well, I hate it. Well, that's why. Like, and please forgive me when I mentioned this one. Okay. Oh yeah, please. I'm sorry. Go but ahead. That's why I Is it like gonna be catch if you can. War horse. Oh. <laughs> that's why, I'm gonna throw up. That's why, like, I admitted to liking some scenes yeah. on how they looked in War Horse because he went beyond blue. Sure. You know. Um. But uh, no, it's actually no. It's it's I when I was watching uh, when I was watching it with Lindy last night and we got we're sitting through the credits and then Janusz's name comes up and Andrew's like going all right so what are you gonna say about him this time but, <laughs> oh yeah I guess I have made it a thing yeah to bring up something about Janusz Kaminski yeah. every time we watch it. it's like I no, part of me is like I like. I like how the movie is. Sh- I like the shots, and I like God, some of the I hate it. The look. It's that same. I, it's the same old Spielberg we've been seeing forever. Spielberg but I feel like, and it, it's just it's so fucking boring at this point. I not not this one for There's me. There's not a single interesting shot in the film. I feel like this is one where like the story is focusing for me, and it's like. I like how, you know, like there's a part. Of me, I, it's this weird case. I'm, I don't know what it was about this one, but mm-hmm. I guess this one I was sort of, I was sort of studying how he kept the pace of the scene going. And since I was enjoying the scenes... I'm sorry. I, I think maybe the listener heard my eye roll on that one. Sorry, I'm sorry for doing that to you, Justin. I didn't mean to. I just... um, no, for me, it's like I felt like I saw this... Like I felt like I was actually... At one point, I was kind of looking how he shot it and sort of studying how he kept the pace going because I was intrigued with where we were going with really? it. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just... I don't sorry. know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, tra- no, no. Yeah, no like, that stuff worked for me. But like... I will, you know, just the color palette is where yeah. I just kind of went, like, Janusz, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Mix it up, bud. Mix it up. Yeah. How about red? Have you thought of red? Have you ever seen red, Have you Janusz? seen red? It's pretty good. Like, it's, pretty, it's pretty dope color. <laughs> uh, oop, I've just pulled this. Nothing happened. It was just slightly scary for a second. I accidentally gave a little tug on the mm-hmm. soundboard. Um, but we're fine. We're good. We're all good here. Everyone's good. Cool. Let's talk about our old friend, Tommy. Huh? Tommy Hanks. This is... Uh, the fourth Tom was Hanks it, film with was Steven Spielberg. With Spielberg. Let's see. We got Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Catch me if you can. I'm going out of order. This is just coming into my head. The Terminal. Yeah. Um, I guess this. Uh, is it? No, there's got to be more than that. He loves him. He loves the guy. What are I we feel forgetting? Like, I feel like that's it. Because when we were talking about. Oh, Jaws. Tom Hanks played played Bruce. Um, Are you sure that wasn't Tom Hanks in Jaws 2 as Bruce? Nope, I'm pretty sure Tom Hanks... Oh, it was Jaws 3, actually. You're right. Yeah, because he worked with Michael Caine. That one doesn't count. Uh, For good reason. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Caine was in Jaws 4, though. Was he in Jaws 4? Mm -hmm. He played Hoagie Carmichael. That can't be the last name. His character was named Hoagie, but Carmichael's know it, because Hoagie Carmichael's like a singer or something. I made the mistake, right, because Tom Hanks is in Jaws 3D. Yes, with, with Dennis Quaid. He was the D. With Dennis Quaid. Yeah, he was the D. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Burbs, that was Spielberg, right? Um, Spielberg. Dante. Yep. That was just, I'm going to give Dante some that credit. That was an alter ego for um, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. He uh, was in... Uh, Tom Hanks was it. He well, okay, was, like... <laughs> he was... <laughs> Okay, so he was go- snowy and Tintin. He was snowy and Tintin. Realize that. Um, it's like how George Clooney was the dog in the. He was Captain Haddock's hat. Yeah, how- he played Captain Haddock's hat. He's very good at that, Jake. Um, um, so this is. Uh- <laughs> it can't be just his fourth, though. I feel like it is. I mean, I can't think of another one without <laughs> well, resorting to Goof Town again. Well, here's the thing. Like, like, like. I think we brought this up before, but like, uh, you definitely liked Terminal. Great film. And you liked him in that. Yes. Um, I know you definitely don't like 
Catch Me If You Can. Hated Catch Me If You Can. Hated him in it. How do you? I forgot how you how you felt about him in Saving Private Ryan. It's fine. Okay. So I was in this interesting again thinking about where you might feel about him. I'm like, well, here we are. Yeah. One Emily legitimately likes. Yeah. One Emily legitimately hates, and in yeah. the middle. So there was a, there's a spectrum. Yeah, I can really go any way with this one. <laughs> um. So how'd you feel about him in here? It's uh, fine. So he's in Save a Private Ride category. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't hate him. I guess. I. I, I, it, <laughs> I guess it's I, fine. I guess I didn't hate him. I just felt. Uh, you described him how I described Josh Lucas in Poseidon. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I haven't seen Poseidon, but that sounds right to me. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It just, that episode will be dropping beside an adventure and <laughs> talking about nothing new. Nothing on the new. The network. Other show. Um, um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I sort of felt like him, about him how I felt about the movie, which is just mm-hmm. like this. This is this is nothing to me. Mm-hmm. This mean this is just, this is just, <laughs> it's, just it's very flat. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I woke up this morning, found uh, about that much about an inch mm-hmm. of cherry coke zero mm-hmm. in a can mm-hmm. and i said hey i'm a little thirsty this probably won't be too bad i'm curious where you're going with i this. took a sip of that tepid uh-huh. day old cherry coke zero yeah um and that's what this film reminded me of it's a sip the of, whole film is a sip of cherry coke it's a, zero. it's a tepid sip of flat day old cherry the coke entire zero. film it's like <clears throat> yes it's like <laughs> it's like somewhere yes if there's a version of this and that's a that's a cold bubbling nice glass of cherry coke zero that i enjoy but this film is mm-hmm. that tepid day old flat version mm-hmm. that's just there's just nothing there mm-hmm. if i was like if i had some kind of machine that like scanned for life force yeah. i would let this escape pod fly by without shooting it down because i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't register any life forces on there it's it's a <laughs> it's just a flat line this movie mm-hmm <laughs> It's like primacy. Do I go with the soda analogy, or just kind of let that roll? Yeah. On what being soda? Nice what soda was Tom Hanks' performance for you? Give me a second. Okay. I've Justin, never, I've never had to do this Justin before. Just thinking. I just, I, I don't know. I felt like again, I felt like this is just like Tom Hanks showed up on set. He's like, yeah, I can do this. I've done this before, and he just kind of phone. What's it that up. green Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola Life, the one that is half real sugar, mm-hmm. uh, half mm-hmm. stevia. I feel he's close to that. Okay, so this is a Coca-Cola life. Now here's the thing. Yeah, I I'm overall I'm I I I I I won't turn down a Coca-Cola life. Sure. <laughs> I'll drink you know drink it if given to me. Yeah. But not my choice. Sure. That's where I feel his performance is at. It's like I enjoyed it at the time I had it. Yeah. Not really my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Coke Zero person myself. Sure. Um, this episode is brought to you by Coke Zero because we have both revealed our preference for that at this point. Definitely, and definitely Coke Zero, folks. <laughs> yeah, Coke Zero is very good. If, it, if we can agree upon anything in this episode, yeah. we're, we definitely like Coke Zero. <laughs> yeah, we, we give a thumbs up to Coke Zero. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned, and you mentioned Cherry Coke Zero. Cherry Coke Zero, that's yeah. A, that's, I'm not always a Cherry Coke guy, Yeah. but once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Cherry Coke Zero will treat you real nice. Also, yeah, you yeah. can get yourself a Pepsi Zero. I'm a big fan of that product. Pepsi's, Pepsi's a little too much for me nowadays. I like, I'm, I'm a Pepsi fan from way back. Yeah. Pepsi Zero has got way more caffeine than, um, <laughs> than Coke Zero because it also has uh, ginseng in it. Did not know that, really? Yeah, Pepsi Zero started its life and continues its life in the UK as Pepsi Max. I remember so it Pepsi has, Max. That's the same thing as Pepsi Zero. Yeah, Because yeah. it is, Pepsi Max has, is both a high energy and zero calorie version of Pepsi. 69 milligrams of caffeine in a 12 ounce can. <laughs> Pepsi Zero, pick it up at a grocery store today. You'll need it to get through the post. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I kind of felt that way about all the actors in this film. I felt like yeah. I, they're, they're, nothing stood out to their characters. And again, I guess that's an extension of them not feeling like real people. It just, mm-hmm. I got no sense of what any of them were like. It just, they just felt like lines on a page. It just felt like this mm-hmm. was all performance and, and, and. I, I don't know. For me, I, I got, I kind of got what I wanted out of them for me okay. personally. Like I like Bob Odekirk quite a bit in this. Sure. Honestly, I, there's a little bit of business he does. It's with the where stuff kind of falls out of the pocket. I was trying to get the phone number. He makes up. He makes <clears> a lot of very Bob Odenkirk noises in this. Film. Yeah, yeah. Bob, Bob Odenkirk <laughs> has a signature set of noises, and they. I, I was happy to see that those do make appearances. Yeah. Um. I I like that stuff. I, I I'll say it. I like Streep. 
in yeah. this. I actually quite like Meryl Streep in this. I like Meryl Streep a lot. I'll tell you my my. You know what my favorite Meryl Streep moment was in the post? Mm. The trailer for Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Uh, the screen before. I am so fucking ready for that film. I've Justin. never seen the first one. The so. first one's fucking great. <laughs> the second one looks great too. It's got Cher in it. That's like that's. It is it implied she died in the second Meryl Streep? Yeah, her no, character. I don't believe so. Where not is she? From, not from the trailer. Where is she in the Mamma Mia sequel? Then I'm like. Well, talking part... about her post, like, no, she's in the trailer, and it's also mm-hmm. it's half prequel. Oh yeah, so we're seeing a young version. Is that of a her Lily character. Collins I caught as a young Meryl Streep? Could have been. Driver? I can't tell. Oh, well, it might have been. She looked familiar when I saw Trevor, but okay. I couldn't quite place her. Um, but also, she's in the trailer. There's like scenes of Amanda Seyfried being like, "I've never felt closer to you." Man. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> and then her grandma shows up, and her grandma is Cher. Does that age work? Is Cher... Cher old enough to be Meryl Streep's mom? Yeah. Um. Right? I, I think so. Yeah, I think she would. Be, I think she would have been a young mom. But yeah, I think. Okay, it, okay, I think okay. It just checks out. Okay, let's go with that. Yeah, mom and me here. I, here we go again. I'm very excited <laughs> for that film. I can't wait. That's where I get my Meryl Streep fix. Because okay. I, I kind of felt the same way about her that I feel about Tom Hanks in this film, which is just yeah, she's fine. Mm-hmm. I liked her a lot yeah. in this one. Um, I, uh, I, I personally, I also really liked the. The the, te- the 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 sequence where everybody's on the phone and yeah. trying to figure out what the next plan is, and we're kind of cutting back to her to figure out her figuring out her decision. I actually quite like that scene. Yeah, personally. Um, no, yeah, what what, what could listen? <laughs> um, we definitely don't see eye to eye on this one. <laughs> no, I enjoyed Sarah Paulson <clears throat> in the film. Uh, here's the thing about her, right? Yeah. It's like I was sitting there kind of going like, I don't like. I feel like with her and Allison Brie. Yeah. There were a couple moments while I'm seeing in the movie, I went, why did you bring them in here? Yeah. If they're not really much on the scene so far. Yeah. And then I, I could like, have seen a lot more of her. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it feels like for both of them, they they were almost hired for specifically the one scene. Yeah. Each they got to do. That was and really interesting powerful. enough. I I could take or leave that scene because it was part of the frustrating montage I, I mentioned right. earlier. But what I liked about Sarah Paulson's character, she's there. She's always in like heavy denim and just doing art. Right. It feels like she's got her own story going on where she's like a closeted lesbian who just doesn't give a shit about Tom Hanks. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think that's. I feel like I related to her in that case as a character mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, she doesn't want to be in this movie either. Oh well, okay. <laughs> she was like my little. If, well, if this movie was a party, uh-huh. she'd be the one I could sidle up to be like, this sucks right and she'd be mm. like yeah let's go smoke weed around the back or well, whatever i understand that you don't like the scene because yeah. it's it's re- it's unrepetitiveness but yeah. i will say i could see that's why you cast her yeah because she does do the scene pretty well yeah um same with it's uh with allison brie with that scene with allison brie and which, which is the part three that i couldn't remember right earlier. yeah yeah I, I i feel that's another reason like why did you cast allison brie went, oh i see yeah. that's why you cast allison brie she sure. bring, that's a like it's almost leading up to those two scenes yeah uh um no, I mean like, yeah, like like, uh, I don't know what I say. What what what? what I don't know what else I can say about it. Other than like, I I did find enjoyment watching it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what can I, I, think, <laughs> I think what also really frustrated me is like, I I do like a good slow paced old person movie. Sure, it's <laughs> gotta. There's got to be some juice there that I just wasn't finding in that movie. And I'll give you mm-hmm. an example of a slow-paced old-person movie that I really enjoy mm-hmm. as exactly that. And I'm talking about Concussion mm-hmm. from last year. With Will Smith? The Will Smith film Concussion, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like those types of movie, they, you need, a, there's a charm you need to have. And I just, I didn't find that charm in this movie. Okay. Will Smith saying, tell the truth. That's charm to me. Mm-hmm. That's something you can put in a trailer. Right. And young people are going to make fun of it because it's a little out there and ridiculous. <coughs> But uh-huh. that's the little that's the little gas you need in that engine to get one of these slow paced old people movies through. Sure. And I I don't think this movie had that. Okay. Where it, it did for me. Yeah. It did for me. You know, I think it's I don't know. Well, uh, you're older than me, so I you're, am you're definitely more older than inclined you. to enjoy it maybe. <laughs> um like I said, like uh, right now I know the movie's message is is definitely hitting it in a with a jackhammer. And Yeah like like sometimes I, i'm against it sometimes i'm against the the jackhammer subtlety yeah. <laughs> that yeah. people can do um right now i kind of want it yeah I, I do want that right mm. now so who knows how i'll feel a year from now yeah uh, or a couple years from now um but right now i i kind of want it to be like punched in the face of like something that's trying to be very topical yeah right now and um making statements about you know the current climate by talking about something that happened in the past that yeah. is very similar 
uh, <clears throat> specifically when when a but at present, it's calling out things like fake news. I kind of feel like it's important. <laughs> yeah, but that, again, I think that's part of why I got frustrated with and didn't like the film because mm-hmm. it, it seems to be, it's taking this frustrated, like, oh, well, let's sit down and think about it. Mm-hmm. What we all know is obviously bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, we had to fight it before. I guess. And that's the thing that I, I found appreciative of the new movies. Like, it's reminding me, like, we did this before. Yeah. And they didn't let it, they didn't let the fake thing happen. Yeah. They, they didn't allow them to, the, the press to be shut out as bad as the current president is doing that. So yeah. I don't know for me, uh, that that's the type of thing I liked watching it for me. That's that shit. You do like, that's the shit I do. like. <laughs> Remember that song? No, that's that shit. I don't like, you know that song? No, I don't know that one. I was referencing that song. Okay. <laughs> the same as the shoes. Same, is the same person who did shoes? No, I realized earlier when I made a reference to the song, I can't wait by the band new shoes. You, you thought I, I was thought so much shoes, this viral video. Yeah, that's okay. I was talking about the song. I can't wait by the band new shoes. I actually don't know that one. Then. Oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, that's super new shoes. We're gonna have to give you that is a quarter royalties <laughs> for what I just did. That is a super earworm though. So yes. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Um, we're at 36 minutes here. Okay. Do you feel like you have much else to say about the post? I feel like I had everything to say. <clears throat> Me too. Do you want to just do a sort of, it's the first year of 2018? Yeah. Let's we can just do a little 2017 wrap up. Talk about what we enjoyed in that year. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, you start. I, okay. I don't know that I didn't make it like a concrete top five or anything. Mm-hmm. There are, I would say three movies that occurred to me as being like my three favorites yeah. of 2017. Okay. One came out in February and two came out in December, so it was a real bookend year. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not a lot going on in the middle, <clears throat> I think. Mm-hmm. Um, should I just say those three back to back? Yeah, back to back. Go for it. Uh, one of them is obviously the Last Jedi. Come on, what are we even? What are oh, we even okay, doing I was just. Here? Can I point something out real you were quick? Worried I, that I would hate it. I, listen, I your shirt currently. Uh, yeah. I am wearing a Star Wars shirt. It's got Ray on it. So I, I assumed we were. I was fine. Yeah, but. It has been a tumultuous month <laughs> for me and talking about that movie because I walked out very much loving it. Well, I'll tell you, I've seen it three times now. Okay, same. The first time I watched it, I was like, I mostly like that, but there was some weird stuff and I'm going to need to watch it several more times before I can fully mm-hmm. get how I feel about it. Yeah. Because it inspired a lot of complex emotions in me. Sure. sure. Uh, and then I think after watch three, I've I've firmly solidified into the, yeah, I love this movie category. Okay. Cool. Um, it, like I said, very rough month yeah of of hearing so many hot takes a lot of a lot of haters out there a lot of weird takes yeah and a lot of me going how do you not see yeah that is not a problem yeah like i I don't yeah that's a whole i feel like that's a podcast worth of yeah figuring that out sorting out through all the different tlj takes on the internet yeah but okay continue with your list um get out that's the one that came out in february yep if, if you don't think Get Out's a phenomenal film, you're a you're just a fool. Yeah, not great. Um, not great. And The Shape of Water would be the third one. Ooh, I have uh, not seen it yet. <laughs> it's really fucking good, Justin. That's today. Uh, my plans for that to be today. Nice. I'm I definitely, think, I'm definitely I, watching it today. I think I'm ready to declare it my favorite Del Toro film. Even. Well, nice. It's really good. Nice. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to that one a lot. And I didn't realize until after I looked it up afterwards mm. how much the 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 amphibian is how he's listed in the credits mm-hmm. does look just exactly like Abe Sapien <laughs> from Hellboy. I mean, it's still Doug Jones, right? Yeah. Okay. That helps. Yes. But, but it's a thing where it's like, uh, Guillermo del Toro has had a, always had a love for the creature of the Black Lagoon. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those it's things. It's all based on, it's all, yeah. all descendants of that essentially. <laughs> right, right, right. It's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure part of the reason he did Hellboy was that there's a literal creature in the book, in the yeah. comics. So I just want to have, <laughs> I just want to have one, you know. <laughs> Until he said, "Screw it, I'll just make my own." You know, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to the, the shape, shape of the water. water. Is so fucking good. Very I cried three times during the film. Wow, uh, it's very, very good. Awesome, can't wait. Yeah. Um, what about get, you, Justin? Well, those. Uh, well, I, since I haven't seen Shape of Water, yeah. I will definitely say definitely <coughs> uh, Last Excuse Jedi. Me. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of those cases where I, it's like I, I was very confident how much I love that movie. Yeah. To the point where it's like that's how confident I am with the movie is yeah. that. I will have my negative talks. I'll have the discussion with you if you don't aren't feeling it, but know that I, the mind's not changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll listen. I'll make my counter arguments. You're like it, Kylo Ren <laughs> and loving The Last Jedi is mm-hmm. sticking to the dark side. I guess so. Spoilers for Last Jedi, kind of. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, legitimately, legitimately love Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, 
Get Out, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of those when I walked out and went, well, that's a good start of yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's it's kind of it's kind of downhill from this. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to see, you know, yeah, like, let me see if I can pull out. Uh, You're pulling up a list of some li- I wrote some, I didn't do a top five or ten yeah. either this year. Yeah. I think a lot of me was just uh, trying to hash out, like, what movies really stuck out with me. Sure. Uh, this might be a future article on guard when I get to it. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, come on. Come on, there we go. Fate of the Furious, another highlight of 2017. <laughs> Not joking, even though that 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 was a bit of nonsense at the end of the film with Jason Statham. Is it, is, still, is it still, enough time still... passed that we can do spoilers? Yeah, if you haven't watched, if you're not into the Fast and Furious movies or you haven't seen it, you can just skip this tiny chunk out. Now, killed Han. And why is he teaming up with them? Why is he? Why is he at the why, fucking dinner why, table? Why at the are end you of the got? Film? That is a secret place to be at, and a. You don't get to fucking invite the guy who killed Han, the best character. Anyway. uh, I do love that movie, though. The rest (laughs) of it I thought was very, very good. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, Baby Driver. Of course. Yeah. Uh, The Big Sick. I have not seen that yet. I I want to. I have not. Definitely check that out. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Haven't seen it. Somehow missed it. I kept meaning to see it, and then I kept forgetting, and then before I knew it, it was out of theaters. (laughs) Uh, Brigsby Bear. Brigsby Bear. That's the that's the Kyle Mooney film. The Kyle Mooney film. I remember seeing trailers for that. I have not seen it. It's it's a it's a it's another one. I feel like I kind of the there's an underlying mild. There's one of the many messages in the making in that movie. There's yeah. one that I kind of felt like I kind of needed to see that story right now. Yeah. And uh, I will say the idea uh, without spoiling too much. I would say like even if you're a fan of something and you find out that the creator of the thing you yeah. love is horrible yeah do you still question your your love of that thing that creator made yeah is one of the underlying messages in briggs bear interesting and in the past year that was a good thing to kind of think about run you through the gauntlet on that particular yeah. subject yeah, absolutely um the disaster artist it's a good film also i would recent allegations about james franco uh would would put that in the same category yep no no i've uh, again not shocked yeah on that one uh yeah so though like there's there's some good stuff that yeah. came out last year, and I was I was pretty happy with. Yeah, um, it was a pretty solid year. Solid year. Yeah. I feel like there's never a year so bad of movies yeah. that I can't still scrounge up a top ten. There's not a few gems in the trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. What? Uh, nothing. Oh. <laughs> Well, any any or uh, anything else you want to talk about in terms of the past year, uh, in terms of 2017 film wise, or uh... um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You got anything? Um, nothing super like, like that. Like, I, it's it's interesting to me. I think I felt like there were similar patterns I caught. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a part of me that's sort of like weirded out that, like, you know, in 2011, 2007, I mean, primary, mm-hmm. <laughs> 2007, 10 years ago, uh, there was an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. There was a Spider Man movie, and the first Transformers came out. Oh, yeah. There was a Spider Man movie. Yeah. And then this. And then ten years later, there was a new Edgar Wright movie, yeah. another Spider-Man movie, movie, and another Transformers movie, and like that—that's a weird. Like my brain just kind of went, "Huh?" Yeah. And how? And where have we gotten better? Well, the Transformers movies have gotten weirder and worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the Spider-Man movie that came out in 07 was definitely the worst one of the Raimi ones. Oh, uh, was that three? Yeah. I don't know. If- I mean, I guess I agree. Um, I, I will defend three, though. I could say things I like about three, but I think emo Spider Man's the... great. Uh, what's that? Emo Spider Man's great. I I, I I was defending that one personally. You were. <laughs> I were. I was like, he's a dork. This is he's a this dork, is... and it's fucking funny as shit, and it rules. He's yeah. a dork, and this is what an evil guy. This is what a dork will be. If this he is was, what I mean. If he... Dork thinks yeah. is cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, the. But also, like, yeah, another new Edgar, uh, like, you know, like, uh, and then Hot Fuzz Hot came Fuzz out. Hot Fuzz versus Baby Driver. I think I gotta give it to Hot Fuzz. I'm gonna give it to Hot Fuzz as much as I love Baby Driver. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, like, Hot Fuzz is just that. Yeah. Like, it's like everything that Edgar and Simon were doing, but then, like, in, like, Spaced and Sean, but then it got just a little perfected yeah. in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Do I also really appreciate World's End for mm-hmm. its own thing? But that's another topic. Um, yeah, so that, that was kind of like a weird, huh time 10 year thing yeah even realizing that even 07 is when there will be blood came out and then 10 years later another uh, pt anderson thread. yeah pt anderson daniel yeah. day lewis 
joint. Yeah, joint. Yeah. Came out. So, it just weird how time kind of repeats itself. Like, yeah. that's kind of my weird thoughts in 2017 in terms of movies. Yeah. What was the first movie you watched in 2018? Uh, Do you recall? This. This? The newest film in theater? Yeah. It would be this oh, one. Oh, it would be this as well, I guess. Uh, well, I watched Shape of Water before this and uh, Last Jedi in theater, in the, at a drive-in, actually. Mm-hmm. Because um, I saw, like... I just ended up watching, like, Last Jedi two, three times in December, so that was most of my movie past I watched years. it twice in December, but then once in, on, on January 1st. Okay. Um, actually, you know, like, what, if we're talking about, like, just in general, the first new new film I just finished was Chappie. Nice. On Netflix. I saw you tweeting about Chappie. Yeah. And it kind of warmed my heart to see someone out there showing some love to Chappie. I feel it's a little... You, I've never seen it, but and yet it still warmed my heart. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's one of those I felt like... Oh, it's I. I feel like that movie got a little bashed on more than it should have. Yeah, it's it's like it's a it's kind of a mess. We but really I turned on it. Neil Blomkamp after uh, after a, District Nine. We really turned on him. I feel like folks. Yeah, I feel like if you look at all three Neil Blomkamp movies, I feel like they're better than most, but not as good as uh, yeah. as, as District Nine. As good movies. As good movies. Like they're <laughs> no. It's, I feel like he's got a talent and he's talented in some regard, but if but I can see like with Elysium and Chappie, I'm like yeah. something's not. Something's missing. Missing, yeah. Something's missing, and I feel a lot of it is, is like a really strong main character. Yeah. And, um, both those movies are like, it's like, Chappie is interesting, mm-hmm. in that Charlotte Copley kind of way, but he's also surrounded by, uh, other characters and, that are just sort of like being. I felt like needed another draft to be figured out. Interesting. You know, like I think you know, like. The, the 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 South African rap duo Diane Wood, yeah. Ninja and Yolani are 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 fine. Yeah. Also, do know that like Ninja had a like was just fighting Neil Blomkamp every day on set. Hmm. So I feel like that kind of lost some of it because he probably didn't want to shoot some scenes that Neil needed. Yeah. Because I I have seen firsthand Ninja as a real jerk because <laughs> I saw him at Comic Con oh, and nice. some guy goes up to me, Hey, are you Ninja? Yeah. Can I take a photo? No. Okay. <laughs> I kind of see that, though. If yeah. someone takes a picture of you at Comic-Con, it's going to be seconds before a lot more people want to take a picture with you. Even f- even if I shook a... Even if you shake someone's hand. Yeah. Which I found out when I shook Ian McKellen's hand. Yeah. And then, like, a whole swarm of people. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> As you were swept away by the storm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen The Pest, Justin? No. <laughs> that was maybe the most interesting film I watched for the first time in 2017. I've never it's seen it. It's not good. Uh-huh. It's very bad. This is the John Leguizamo star? This is the John Leguizamo film, The Past. Post? Um, post? Post Mario Super Brothers? Mario Brothers. Okay. Uh, the Past was 97. Uh, <coughs> become sort of obsessed with the intro to that film, mm-hmm. um, which is a it's a song performed by John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. It's... I've watched it about 20 times, would you say? How many times do you think of at least 20 times I'm getting word off mic here? Um, that, I think the tail end of, of movies in 27 to me had a, had a heavy pest dusting <laughs> over it. That's what I'll call it. A dusting of a the dusting past. A dusting of the past. A mild dusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wrote, go check out The Pest in 2018. It's very bad, and it's like super... If you're, if you're a human, it's probably going to have some part that's like super offensive to you. Is this like... Like this was like John's like big attempt at a like a comedy vehicle, right? Yes, and it was also John's attempt at what if I what if I did impersonations of every race? Ooh. What if I did not just blackface, but blackface and yellowface <laughs> and anything you can think of? Oof. It's really bad. Oof. Um, oof. Oof. Oof, okay. It, that's, yeah, that's why I'm, boring. I'm I'm putting a heavy asterisk on that warning. <laughs> if you want to see just a real just explosion of, 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 of cinema diarrhea, <laughs> check out the past. I remember seeing, I remember the commercials for that and the poster for that very clearly yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. And I just went, I, I, I'm young enough to still like Ace Ventura. Sure. But yet, yet, <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I should avoid this. Yeah. Like, I feel like... If I can like like weird Jim Carrey movies, I'm this should be fine. Frankly, but, but I'm like, no, no, yeah. I'm gonna avoid this one. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I I I haven't rewatched them recently, but even based on what I do remember, I feel like the Ace Ventura movies are probably as bad. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm gonna bet you. I, I that don't want to pretend that the pest is like worse because I I think Ace Ventura is probably about the same level. I, 
I kind of am in that weird place where I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to revisit them because yeah. I think I know in my head, like, is it better that just remember that you did like these at one point? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just let yourself have that memory. <laughs> leave it there. Um, <laughs> I felt like I was going to say something else about the pest, but I can't remember now. <laughs> I've lost the time. <laughs> um, um, gosh. Yeah. What was that? Uh, yeah. No. That wraps her up, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You got any plugs? Uh, of course. Uh, so uh, find me on Twitter at Justin Kizan, on Instagram at Justin Quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely go, if you have not checked out the free webcomic I do with Victor Kamba, it's called Shining Yusha. Mm-hmm. You can find that on the Facebook, on the Tumblr, Twitter, etc. You can find us there. Just type in finding, uh, Shining Yusha to use. Yeah. Uh, especially if, you know, if you're a fan of Power Rangers, that's kind of probably going to be similar wheelhouse up your alley, up your alley. uh and yes that's that's a oh of course agents of guard mm-hmm. with we're still writing stuff of course i have another show on this network of it's called you N- do. nothing new yep with andrew lindy uh, our next episode will be about the as i jokingly quickly plugged earlier it will be about the poseidon adventure mm-hmm. and poseidon Yes. Um, so he's gonna have Gene Hackman versus Josh Lucas. What a what a what a fight! Yeah, what a <laughs> what a what a what a very one sided fight. That's like in wrestling when they have just some local jobber come out and job to Brock Lesnar. Like <laughs> that's the equivalent. <laughs> Poor Josh Lucas. Uh, uh, that's all I got. What what you got? Uh, I also do another show on Ben V Network. It's called the Super Mario Brothers Minute. It's for me and Andrew Lindy, who you might recall from the previous plug. Uh, we watch the Super Mario Brothers movie minute by minute. We watch each minute the number of times that it is. We recently watched minute 67, 67 times. Uh, and we talk about it because we adore that film, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, starring John Leguizamo, who also came up in today's episode. That's right. <laughs> um, you can check that out, the Super Mario Brothers Minute. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. You can follow this show at Ben on Steve. You can write us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. We love it when you do that. Um, did I forget anything? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to like point mm-hmm. and decide next month's episode. Oh, you're going to, okay. Babe Ruth it right now. Do it. Back to the future. Oh, let's shit. Do, let's do it. Da, da, da. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Let's set, finally do it. Set aside a good five hours for next month's episode <laughs> because that's probably how long the both of us are going to talk about it. Um, we'll see you then. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. (laughs) That's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.